Welcome, everyone, to episode 38 of One Hour, One Decision. I am Chris. And I am Tom. And we take 60 minutes and play a random game on Xbox Game Pass and decide, are we on a boat? Is it going fast? Well, we're about to find out. So we have played Sea of Solitude by Joey May Games. This is a EA Originals game. Came out in July of 2019, hmm. at least according to my records. Are you are you doubtful of that information? The internet can be a source of truth and a source of lies. So, what everything I read on the internet is fact. <laughs> well, to me, let's talk about it then, Tom. This game on the PC, which I played it on, was 1.53 gigabytes. Uh. Yeah. On the Xbox, it was 1.4 gigabytes. Yeah, we did it. We found another one. Well done, EA. Well done, EA, for your compression on Xbox. You saved saved 130 megabytes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where they saved it, but we appreciate it. What kind of game is this, Tom? Oh, it is an adventure game. Mm -hmm. I I see that you put a question mark. You said also adventure game, but you put a question mark. Why the question mark? Uh, like right from the beginning, it talks about the fact that this game is a personal adventure. Hmm. The the creator of this game. So yes, it's an adventure game, but it's like we're we're looking into the psyche of this particular game designer, which is kind of cool. So that's that's where I kind of got the question mark because I was like, okay, it's not my adventure. It's the person that created its adventure. That well, we're kind of, uh, I mean, riding through every adventure game is not your adventure, Chris. I, I don't think but, that they, <laughs> I mean, yes and no, but okay, I'll agree to disagree on that one, Tom. Is is your name Link? I mean, I, I didn't, am I, <laughs> I, I, today? I, first of all, I never play a Link game other than Link to the Past. Let's, 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 let's be clear. Okay. So, uh, but my name is Nathan Drake. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh. I yeah. didn't know that you had uh, Sir Francis Drake blood in you. Yeah, I do. I might have someone else's blood too. You don't know about my. You don't know my life, Tom. You don't know my life. I mean, I I know a little bit about it. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. But this onion needs to be unfolded. So, uh, well, what what's the game loop? How about that, Chris? <laughs> the game loop. Um, so what I put it was pretty pretty bare bones. But I was saying go. From objective to objective to complete the story. Okay. I was a little bit more informative, I think, in my (laughs) choice of words. Sure. I put, unravel the mystery by illuminating the world and reducing global flooding. That's fair. These are the I don't know about doing. global flooding. It could be very regional. We don't know <laughs> how wide. Maybe it is very regional. I don't. <laughs> we don't know how large this world is. So it's true. Well, it's, it's her uh, world, and her world is flooded. That's true. That's true. It, again, we are playing her adventure. So let's talk about it. What did you like about this game, Tom? Okay. Well, I see that we are in agreement that we both enjoyed the art style. Hmm. I did. And it was really only because of the like kind of the the puffs of water uh-huh. that reminded me of Wind Waker. Yes. Okay. But like the other parts of it, um, actually, head to head pod was watching my stream. Okay. And 
they said it actually reminded them of Limbo. Hmm. I don't know if you played that game. Is that the black and white one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I also liked the way that they were introducing the mechanics. Okay. You know, they kind of rolled them out at a kind of a little bit of a pretty good clip, you know, showed you how to play the game, you know, as you needed to jump. Now you you know how to jump and this is how you steer the boat and this is how that, you know. I feel like they didn't tell you how to jump. They like they introduced they, they introduced how to use a flare, how to right. get on and off the boat. True. But I was like, I guess the assumption was that the getting on and off the boat was the jump button, which is fine. I get that. But to your point, it was pretty forgiving. I will say this game is actually pretty forgiving. The save like the save points are not very far apart. That's good. So that's great. So you're not like frustrated about like, oh, I got to go through this whatever platforming or whatever it is. Because there, this game is a platforming game too. Yeah. In a sense. Going back to the whole, this is a, this is the game designer's adventure. Uh, I thought the story was kind of interesting. I saw, I liked that how it was starting to unfold. It kept me engaged. And I, I agree with you there because I put I also put that it did a good job of getting you attached to the characters and getting you invested in the mystery. So I concur. Yeah, yeah. I I was also potentially interested in the fact that this game was was short. Yeah, it seems I got like that, it's a short game. I got that too. <laughs> I felt I got I got that feeling. I was like, ooh, we're moving through these chapters pretty quick. Yeah. So I was like, oh, all right, cool. I'm gonna. I'm going to go beat this game in a day or so. So I'm, uh, I'm, I was excited about that. Do you like anything else about this game? Yes. Two, two things I wrote here that I think are like, I guess, quality of life. Maybe we call them features. Sure. I liked that right away. They taught you how to like shoot a flare, mm-hmm. but the flare is like where your objective is. Yes. So it's yes. like, you don't have this glowing beacon on your screen 24 seven going like, go here, go here, go here. But if yeah. you don't know where to go, you just press a button and it tells you where to go. I was yes. like, Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> What's the, um, the character in link, the little pixie Navi thing. Navi. Okay. Cause again, like that also reminded me, Oh, is that like your version of Navi? Like the, the girl in the, um, uh, the, uh, the yeah. raincoat was she supposed to be like my Navi or whatever it is, but it was, it was cool. I was like, I like the fact that it was easy enough to know where you're going. That's, that's absolutely, I, I agree with you on that. So that was cool. I, I also agree with you that the game was more or less forgiving. I felt like when I failed, it was my fault, mm. which I think is a very important part <laughs> of game design. Yeah. If your player feels like their failure is their own fault, they will forgive that and try again. Take note, game designers. If you feel like you are not in control of your character or the fault is not is not in yourself but in your stars, yeah. you know, <laughs> then the game is becomes unfun very quickly. Right. Absolutely. We we talked about a bit of uh, things that we liked. Let's talk yes. about some stuff that we didn't like about this game. Okay, right right from the beginning, that uh, <laughs> girl creeped me out, man. Oh my god, that, I I felt the same way because it's like. Like there was a couple of introduction, like, you know, the publisher, obviously EA Games, the developer, all this other stuff. And, and like, boom, this red eyed girl shows up. You're like, what the hell is going on here? Like, even though I saw the this girl in the kind of preview stuff of the game, 
I was not expecting that. Yeah. So you get you get I, real up close to her real quick. <laughs> I was like, oh hey, yikes. Yeah. I will say though, the actual gameplay mm-hmm. wasn't like engaging. Yeah. You know, there's the fish monster that like chases you around, but that's pretty much it. And there's some platforming. That's about it. That's it. Like you're you're just doing that for I don't know how long. It didn't seem that engaging, but I, I to to our likes, we did. I did enjoy the story enough that I was like, okay, I can kind of get past that and keep going. But um, yeah, this is this is definitely a story focused game. Absolutely. Like you're you're here to unravel this mystery and, and experience the narrative and yeah. the gameplay. Like I don't know that a gameplay gets in the way of it. Like I don't think mm-hmm. that it does. No, I don't, it I don't know that it adds anything to it either. Yeah. So it was funny. It's like as I was playing this game on my stream, people were like, "Oh, I never heard of this game." And it's like, "Yeah, it's one of those like tiny games that." No offense to the actual developers of this game, but I'm saying like no one. People were just like, "I've never heard of this game," and that's the beauty of us being able to play this game, right? Or being able to like randomly play a game on Game Pass. Yeah, you know, you get to play a game that you most definitely not try. Yeah, because you're just like it's not on the shelf that you. It's not a Call of Duty. I mean, not that we play. It's not a Star Wars game. How about that? That's more relevant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a Uncharted game, even though that's not on Xbox. But you know, maybe one day. Oh, we're getting an Indiana Jones game. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll fingers crossed that'll be good. Let's get back on topic. Bird collectibles. What the hell was that all about? Uh, Seagulls. God. Shooing birds is on my list of dislikes. <laughs> As I was playing this game on the stream, I was like, there is no, th- if this is the reason why they're trying to get me to play the game again, that's not happening. At like, least, there's no repo. At least those collectible bottles had like yes. plot attached to them. Yes. So I was like, okay, it gives me a little block of text and that's going to give me some context into the story right i'm cool with that yeah but like shooing a bird to make a number <laughs> move from one percent to two percent like that right. no thanks i i made it into a drinking game though so every time i found a bird or every time i found a bottle i would take a sip of my drink oh so okay. there's that uh, you know a game outside of the game what else did you like about this game tom well I got stuck in the geometry uh, mm. of the game. I had I jumped, mm-hmm. and it started a cutscene while I was in the in a jump, and okay. then I was caught in the geometry and could not jump or roll or, or get out of it, <laughs> and I had to restart my save and then like not not do the jump there and walk around the fence or whatever trigger yep. the cutscene the way you're supposed to trigger the cutscene and then it was fine got it but i mean it, you know that's not a great thing to run into in your first 10 minutes of playing a game <laughs> oh wow okay it's right at the beginning i my game actually crashed at about like the 58 minute mark oh so i had like well it, it hard crashed my entire computer wow yeah so i had to restart and then I played the last two minutes. I, I was committed. I played the last two minutes after that. Wow. So good for you. Uh, that that was that was yeah, thank you. It was unfortunate, but 
you know, I, I think it's probably my computer at this point. I probably have to do something about it, but so be it. I see you also liked not being eaten. Yes. I, or my dislike is being mm-hmm. eaten. I, I thought the shark monster was kind of scary. I was pretty, uh, I was a pretty brutal, like, death, yeah. too. It, was, it wasn't like just swallow you up. It was like chomping away at you for a couple of minutes. Couple of seconds, like oh, okay, yeah. Odd. It was it was it was a pretty gruesome way to go, mm-hmm. and and adding to that, I thought the game was pretty heavy from the start. Mm. Like, yeah, it's it, it's a game that's like kind of like oof, you know, right right out of the gate, where it's sort of like you know sometimes like some games like build up to that oof, yeah. and it's like ah, oh, guy familiar with the game, and then like they lay in how you know terrible the world is this game is like this is a really depressing thing <laughs> in fact we're gonna warn you before you even begin yeah well that that's is- what i was gonna say like they did warn you she did write a blurb it's like hey look this is pretty personal this is what happened to me or like kind of stuff that i've kind of hint throughout the game that i personally have gone through so you know be prepared for that yeah so i I get it, I, and I, I think I was mentally prepared for that, but I was not, for some reason, I wasn't mentally prepared for some of the cursing in the game. I was like, wait, what? It's, I mean, it wasn't like heavy cursing, but I was I was, I was, was still taken aback. I was like, oh my God, I clutched my pearls a little bit when I did that, so that's it. Any other thoughts, though, Tom? Uh, hmm. Well... I want to mention that I thought it was pretty heavy handed with its metaphors, mm-hmm. which I, I put it down as a dislike. And then I thought about it a little bit and I was like, you know, maybe this is okay. It's mm. kind of the point of this, you know, game story is like, I'm going to tell you a story. It's going to be full of metaphors about what's actually happening. And we're going to use, you know, light and dark and, being in a boat and this and that to right. kind of convey all of these thoughts and emotions. So like, I kind of like backpedaled a little bit in my initial knee jerk, like this is a little heavy handed, but then I was like, yeah. no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also, well, I, it looks like we, we kind of wrote the same thing here. Mm. So you thought it reminded you of what? So I didn't think this because I, to be honest, I didn't play this game. But again, um, Head to Head Pod was watching our stream or my stream during the time. And he said that it reminded him of Shadow of the Colossus and Limbo. I've yet to play either one of those games. Okay. But I, I mean, I do want to play Shadow of the Colossus. But but I kind I get what he was saying. And I think you, because it's by the same developer. Yes. It reminded you of The Last Guardian. Yes. Which I fairly recently played. It, okay. was a, it was a game that I had been wanting to play for quite a lot of time. I've owned more or less since launch, and yep. I just never got around to playing it. I finally got around to playing it. actually really enjoyed it, just like I really mm-hmm. enjoyed Shadow of the Colossus. Um, this game has a lot more dialogue to it mm. than Shadow of the Colossus or Last Guardian does. And somehow, the added dialogue of this game, I think, makes this game less engaging. Mm. And that confuses me some because i would think right having a voiceover would draw you in more 
But uh, well, I, I mean, we've talked about this before. There's the whole showdown tale, right? Yeah. I think to your point, uh, Shadow of the Colossus and uh, Last Guardian do a great job. Again, I haven't played it, it directly, but I'm, I'm assuming from you, does it, it, the both of those games do a great job of showing you the story yeah. and like you kind of connecting in that way. As opposed to here, where you are, like you said, like, there's just a lot of, I don't think it's ex- exposition, really, but there is a lot of information that's just like thrown at you with you not interacting with certain things, I guess, right? Like yeah. as you're go- progressing through the game, it's just like there's just voiceovers of stuff happening. You're yeah. like, oh, okay. You're hearing about the the character and her interaction with their brother, her interaction with their mother. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So, but I get it. Like it, it does feel a little bit disconnected because of that. Um, yeah, it's almost like a disembodied voice kind of walking you through the game. Yeah, and it's it's jarring on some level. Mm-hmm. I will say also, just from a technical aspect, there is no Xbox cloud saves. Uh, so, like yes, if you yeah, if you play this game on the PC, it does not transfer on the Xbox and vice versa, which is unfortunate. I, I I tested this, so I know because it didn't say it on Xbox Game Pass. I mm. just wanted to confirm it, so I did it. I launched the game on my X. I played this on the PC, launched it on the Xbox. Xbox had no idea of a game that I've already started. I see. Which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Yeah. But fortunately... We're at the point where we are making our decision about this game. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think, Tom? Are we going to keep playing this? I enjoyed playing it for the hour that we played it. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, I think I'd rather play something less depressing. (laughs) (laughs) I thought this story was interesting enough to keep playing this game. And... Because I felt like the game was short enough yes. that I can get through it and be done with it. So I'm going to keep playing this game. And it's not as depressing as, say, something like The Last of Us. Right. Which so, is funny because that's one of the games that's, you know, Last of Us 2 is on my docket to play because <laughs> I haven't played it yet. Right. And I, I, when I was writing this, I was like, yeah, I want to play something less depressing, like Last of Us 2. Yeah, that, that doesn't track at all. No, that doesn't. <laughs> no. So I, uh, I'm i I'm glad it's not as depressing as that, because I would not want to play that game. I, I, I refuse to play that series. So those are our thoughts, people. Let us know what you think. Do you agree with Tom? Do you want to stop? Do you think this game is not worth it? Or do you agree with me? Hey, let's just power through it. Get through it and see where the story takes us. Let us know. I do want to know I, when you finish it. I'd like to. Mm-hmm. We can talk. We can talk offline yeah. about yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Your final, final your your additional thoughts. Yeah, I will. I will do that. You can let us know as well if you want to know about this game. If I play through it on Twitter at tc1h1d or shoot us an email at tc1h1d at outlook.com. Hey, and we also play these games on Twitch. I keep forgetting to mention this during this little blurb here. We play these games on Twitch. So if you want to watch us play these games, you know, come, come stop by. I will try to respond to you. Tom will not because Tom is very focused on the game. I, I, I am focused, but I, you know, 
maybe maybe because I have the two screens and Tom's playing on his TV or whatnot. Yeah, it's, it's a, a little it's, bit a, it's a difference of of how we're approaching the game. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. I get that. Yeah, hit us up on on Twitch, twitch.tv slash one inch one d, and uh, give us a follow or and uh, watch us over there too. Well, Chris, there is somewhere else that they can find us, isn't there? You know what? They can. So, guys, we are actually officially part of the QTB network now. Actually, this episode officially puts that stamp on the podcast. So we're super excited to partner with QTB and those guys over there, Nick and Bruno. And you can check us out over there on their website quitthebill.com slash 1H1D. You can see a little blurb, see our little pictures, and uh, our podcast links are all there too. So you can check us out there too. Yeah. that's I'm, I'm super excited about it. Yeah. But Tom, we need to find out what we're playing next, don't we? Yes. Yes, we do. It's critical. It's, it, is, it is critical to this podcast. We cannot play hours and make decisions without a game. That's true. Thank you. For the clarification in case in case you're here with us at episode 38 and don't know what we're doing <laughs> that's true we just want to make sure everyone is included in our journey here we go the long dark <gasps> oh we did not play this but it's one that i wanted to play <laughs> okay yeah it was it's on it's it's listed on i, I saw it on the uh xbox <laughs> And okay. I put it on my, like, play this later thing, you know, that they have on there. Nice. And okay. then I never installed it. Okay. It's uh, based on the description. The Long Dark is a thoughtful exploration survival experience that challenges solo players to think for themselves as they explore an expansive frozen wilderness. Oh, God. It's a survival game. Okay. Yeah. I'm. You've already kind of expressed your opinions. You're excited to play this. I'm probably not going to be playing this after, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see, Tom. I, I, I see. Hey, look, it says there are no zombies, so that's already better. But that would make me more excited. Every survival game has zombies in it. That's true. That's true. Don't they? Looks like you're fighting bears and stuff like that. Isn't that cooler? We'll see. You can go out, go out in the real Maybe. world and fight bears. You can't go out in the real world and fight zombies. I mean, you kind of can. But that's <laughs> the whole point of a video game. It's to play and do things that are not in the real world. Ah, see, I disagree. I think video games exist for us to live out our fantasies in a safe yeah. in a safe way. See, like, uh, if I want to go out there and live in the wilderness in the frozen tundra and fight bears and wolves, I'm going to get eaten alive. But, you know, if my character gets eaten alive, that's fine. So we'll find out what we think about this game in our next episode. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening, and we will talk to you on the next one. Thanks, everybody. 